Hello. Welcome back to Driving and Barely Thriving with Katie, <laughs> Megan, and Brittany. Oh, what happened to you, Katie? I cheered too hard at a baseball game. No, okay. I mean, yeah, that's what happened. I, I mean, cheered too hard at a baseball game. They're used to one of us not having a voice, so it's fine. <laughs> I really, I guess you might have told us that, but I really wasn't listening. I didn't know. Yeah, I, because uh, I got to witness uh, my player hitting or getting his first like in park home run, so that was good. I mean, you should speak up. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then there was just a lot of a lot of going back and forth. So it was there was a couple intense intense moments. We're gonna have to we have, gotta that. have some AC up in yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot. But yeah, it's um I thought I was gonna be okay until I woke up Sunday and it was still gone. So Sunday and it was still gone? Yeah. What day is it? Monday. Monday. You'll be fine come Wednesday. Oh, I hope so. Maybe. I I my, my voice has to recuperate for Monday just for it to be gone again. So, <laughs> we going to see the Joe Bros. Yeah. And um, I really don't want to sound scratchy and like, you know, making I mean, people deaf around me. So, But they ain't going to be able to hear me. So, that's no, great. Not at all. So, what have you been up to, Brittany? Same old, same old. Working. Um, went to the beach last weekend for our one-year anniversary already. Mm-hmm. Still crazy to me. So you're living your life and not podcasting. Dog, I mean, don't come at me. Come on now. I'm coming at both of y'all. Don't come at me. Listen. I ain't got no life. Y'all on the other hand, I'm Y'all the ones that got lives, not me. I have a life, but I'm willing. Say. No, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. She doesn't really love us. Katie That's is the issue. True. What? I'm just kidding. It's you. You can't defend yourself I'm the problem, right now. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. I don't even think that's how that goes. That is a huge truck. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> no, um, what you trying to cover there, buddy? <laughs> I just can't stand people who do that. It is pointless. He's going to tip over. It's, no. It's that is ridiculous. He needs, he needs a step stool to get in there. Watch, watch him get out and him be five foot two. <laughs> What's wrong with short men, Katie? Nothing. I'm just saying. Like, how do you get up in that thing? Well, I wouldn't even attempt. Don't ask those kind of questions. Okay. <laughs> okay. She says, okay. Uh, don't make me laugh. I sound like a dying cat. I would love to hear that. No, you don't. Yes, I would love it. It's pure silence. With a little, like... <gasps> then how do you sound like you're a dying cow if it's silent? I'm not going to I can't do it. Stop. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Okay, so I've been great. I don't know what I've been doing. This is this happened last time. I can't recall what I've done in life. It's been so much. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I have no clue. I'm yeah. here. I'm I work sure I each day. I'm a new job. No, that no, was on the last one. Was it? We are terrible people. Oh, okay. We are coming up on our one year anniversary, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if we can even count it because of how much we missed. We have missed, yeah. I never thought we would miss. <laughs> I really didn't. At least, yeah. at least not me, <clears throat> Katie. Why are you blank? Why is it okay? Blank just all your fault. Yeah, and you too, Brittany. How's it my fault? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna. Well, gonna pick anyone I mean, but myself. I, guess, right now. I mean, I guess I could be the one to blame because I'm the one who doesn't live in the same city anymore. No, I don't. It's not like it's that far, though. It's not. I feel like I'm I'm in that town every day. Anyway, 
You are. Yeah. But you don't tell us at all. I mean, uh, what? I'm yeah. there because uh-huh. of, like, I'm there because of, you yeah. know, two people. Make yeah. another excuse. You could be there for two more people. I mean. I'd be there for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, friend. Uh, you got a friend in me. That's not what I was referencing, but okay. What were you referencing? He said, I'll be there for you at all. I'll be, be there, there for you. The friends fanatic. Okay, so that's where my head it. went the first time. Then yeah. I was like, no, Toy Story maybe. I mean, that too, but I was referencing friends for the girl next to me over here. For the girl next to me. <clears throat> okay, right. so... Brittany has a book. A book. Wait, how's, how's Winifred Wait, say that? Are we just doing the story first? Do you want to do the question first? I can do the question. I don't I even think, know I what the question, the question was. Would lead into. Okay. Yeah, would. Here. I think it would lead into it. Okay, so we had a follower on Instagram comment on my last post, our last post, and ask a question. So, Kenzie, thank you for your question. Yes. And both of you will need to answer, and I'll answer, too. I don't know what the question is. The question is, do you believe in ghosts? Yes. <laughs> I don't even have Elaborate. to Elaborate. Yes. Oh, me? Yeah. Um, I lived in a, like, haunted house. So did you. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I, I lived in a haunted house, and I fully, fully believe in them. Yeah, so. I feel like. Kenzie might have asked that question because she got to witness it at my yeah. old house. Yeah. Door yeah. slamming, the McKenna talking to something that wasn't there, oh, and saying, I don't want to go to sleep. He's standing over there. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. I missed that house actually, though. <laughs> it was huge. Yeah. And it had, I just miss it. I miss mm-hmm. everything about it except for the location. Me? Yeah. Uh, I, was, it was, I was in Indiana. And me and my older brother, we were, because we lived out in BFE, so we would burn our trash. Because mm-hmm. trash wouldn't come out to, like, we didn't have a trash pickup or whatever. And we were standing out there one day, and I was just kind of, you know, looking around, waiting for this trash to get done. Because I was tired and really didn't really want to do it. And he's, like, nudging me. And I'm, like, I'm not, like, looking up. And he's, like, Katie. And, like, nudges me again. And I look up, and I'm, like, what do you want? He said, look. And I looked up, and... Swear, there was a figure, like a shadow of a man, walking from one end of our cornfield to another, and just disappeared into the other side. And me no. and my brother looked at each other and we were like, "Well, no. I'm jumping in the fire." No. Now. <laughs> and so me and him, like, we waited for it to get done, and we went inside and we tried to tell our mom. And my mom was like, "Y'all are just messing with me." And we we're like, "No, we swear to God, like, there was somebody no. out there. There would have been a forest fire that night because I would have <laughs> left it." Um, <laughs> And then we, like, it was an old, like, 1700 house, 1800 house. So, like, the doors were wooden. And then over top of your door was, like, a fire glass, mm-hmm. like, open. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I've seen them. But, like, so mine was sealed shut. Like, we had tried to open it multiple times. Me and my brother came home one day, and we were downstairs making something to eat. And the next thing we know, we hear this, like, bang. Like, I mean loud so of course me and him were like oh god here we go so we start going investigating the same brother the older one the same one that saw the figure yes yes so gotta clarify yeah sorry so we we're looking all around downstairs can't find anything we go upstairs and that thing is open above my door 
And I was like, well, thanks. I appreciate y'all for doing that. Next time, just give me a warning before you like scared the bejesus out of me for making a loud bang in the house. And then he would like he would hear because his bedroom was on the first floor right by the like the front door, but we never used it. Um, He would hear people walking up and down the stairs. There'd be nobody there. Well, that's like Mikey always, I would tell him, I'm like, I'm sitting here and our bedroom door is opening. Like I'll be sitting in the living room mm-hmm. and our, our room was the first one in the old house. And I was like, I can see our bedroom door open and then halfway shut. And sometimes it would shut completely. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, it's the air conditioner. It's kicking yeah. on. And I'm like, no, I kicked on like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. That door just opened. And then one night me and Paul were sitting there. I think Mikey was at work. But we were sitting there watching a movie and he saw it. The air had already kicked on. Like, it was long. But he goes, did I just see what I just saw? Yep. And I was like, it's the door. I said, it's a ghost. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it, it does this often. He goes, well, on that note, I'm out. He said, <laughs> it's been fun. It was good to see you. Glad you got to see me. And he left. And I was just like, I'm alone. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, he, he, like, we had my great-grandmother's rocking chair. And he came home one day. And uh, the rocking chair was just rocking back and forth in our living room with nobody home. So he just went up and closed the door and went to his room. I'm going to give you privacy. There was like a little girl in your room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, in bed, you know, supposed to be asleep because I had school the next day. And I was just watching TV. And out of the corner of my eye, I like, I don't know what made me look over there. But I looked over, I think I saw something like move. And I looked over there and it was like a shadow of a little girl. Like of a little person. Yeah. Just standing in the corner. That's one of my favorites. And I was like, uh. I just kind of looked over there and I just kind of looked at it for a second. And then not going to lie, I put my head under the covers. Because I was like, okay, just five seconds, it's going to be gone. It'll make it go away. It'll be gone. And I peeked my head out and it was gone. And we all know ghosts can't come through blankets you know <laughs> they can but they also can't move closer to be right by your face when you take your face That's out of the blanket fear, yes but uh but then so okay question oh hold on okay yeah you answer okay and then it's gonna lead to another question oh, wait, I have, okay well i have after you say yours i have a few more things i want to yeah. add to that okay yeah i believe in them i've witnessed it but i'm not going to say where because i don't want to put that place on blast and cause them to lose business <laughs> oh, i doubt i think i doubt they'll lose business yes so um still to this day it was a place that i previously worked at and um i was counting down the drawers at the end of the night and one of my employees it was just me and her there and she yelled Brittany I said yeah she said were you just in the bathroom with me I said no I'm in here counting money she said the water faucet just turned on and nobody's in here I was like it's fine just turn it off it's fine yeah (laughs) she said I'm not gonna tell you about Theodore and then one night his name's Fred and then one night and then one night it was a super packed Saturday night I was like going crazy losing my mind busy 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 and I go down the steps from the desk and turn the corner and I'm like stressing you know how anxious I was when I worked there mm-hmm. stressing turn the corner and I just froze and, like we came face to face but it calmed me down like it I told thought you I, to get your together like me me and him were buddies. 
He calmed yeah. me down. No, I'm not kidding. Like, usually I'd be terrified of that stuff, but, me like, him? it was so calming me to me. He would race to see who could get to the end of the building faster. And he would win. Before okay. I worked there, and this would give away too much. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Well, all I, all I can say is the one in Savannah was as well, but tools would fly everywhere yeah, in the back. Yeah, that or one day we were up at the counter and well I can't say what the item was but it flew forward from where it was sitting and it flew forward. Oh wow. Not making that up. Well yeah, I, I can, why are you I can, throwing stuff at me for? I can say it without giving it away. But mm-hmm. one of the T V screens in the place with the old management, um this story is just funny. They, they go to turn on all the monitors, and one of the screens said "fu" in the woman's name multiple times. Multiple times. It, they hated all that manager. Yeah. And are, are we sure the the owner didn't do that? Nothing I'm sure. was on. You sure you didn't do it, Brittany? I wasn't. I was like six when that. Oh, happened. that's that's funny. not true. I was I was like maybe but nothing, thirteen. Like nothing was on, and like she heard. From the story I heard from Brittany, like the, she just started hearing, heard the clicking, heard the clicking, started turning on mo- monitors to, <laughs> to figure out to which figure one out was what clicking. Was going on and that one right, popped the one up right in front of her. Popped F-U, up. F U F U. Oh, I got chills. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. No, no. So yeah, one of the mechanic. Dang it! Good job. You're good. You're good. Okay, that could be anyway. Anyway, someone that came into work. We this was before I worked there too. They were um, going in to open up and doing certain things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and heard heard a loud bang and walked to the back and the entire tool wall was in the yeah. in the floor. Yeah. Um. So, I, I think I've actually said this on here before, but when my aunt Shirley died, I was we we had rushed to the hospital to get there, and. I got there just in time. Like, literally, we came from Pulaski all the way to Jackson in, like, an hour and 30 minutes. Like, we were booking it. And we walked in. I had a cross in my hand, and I laid it on her foot, like, with my hand in her foot, and I just pressed it against there. She literally took her last breaths. Like, she was waiting for us to get there. Mm. She passed away. We said bye, whatever. And then it was like a week or so later, I woke up the middle of the night. I'm not making this up, but I don't talk about it often because people, I don't know. I don't want people to think I dabble in stuff, but I literally woke up and I felt something next to me and I looked over and there was, not next to me, but I felt something Mm -hmm. and I looked at the foot of the bed and there was like an indention where somebody's sitting. Mm. And I was like, um, and of yeah. course I got under the covers, yeah. like I was scared. But then I, later on, I was like, I think that was my aunt Shirley. Like I'm pretty positive it was, but I, I don't know that to be true, but yeah. or something else I was going to say, and I can't remember it now, but if it comes to me, I'm going to interrupt and okay, just shoot it out do there. Do you consider ghosts and angels the same thing? No. I, yes I and no. Either. Yes and no. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't either because I, my dad told me a story. When uh, I, when my grandfather on his stepdad, so, you know, my grandfather, when he passed away, um, my dad was building something. I can't remember what he was building, but um, he was getting so frustrated with the directions because it wasn't like 
either like something was missing or the directions weren't clear and it just was not going together and he was getting so mad the next thing he the next thing he said happened is he just felt this like calmness go over him and the page like flipped and it was like a light bulb went off and he swears up and down that it was my grandfather like calm down yeah here like, it we're, is. we're going to get through this yeah here's where you need to start and he put it together within 30 minutes after that wow yeah so i just didn't know if y'all consider ghosts and angels the same thing because i don't it's I don't know because technically, know. technically <laughs> like technically, I mean, I believe in good ghost. ghosts and bad ghosts. Yeah. I guess, I guess the so good you, ghosts could be angels. So you mm-hmm. believe in spirits, good spirits and bad spirits. Yeah, yeah. I guess the good ones yeah. could be I, the angels. I was always told like a cardinal, like a like a red cardinal, okay. signified like somebody. Yeah, like related, like or something like somebody's like watching over yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, bad omen right here. I was driving to work when I when I worked in Pulaski, and I was driving to work, and a cardinal flew by me, and it got into my grill. Like, so does that I, mean the someone, cardinal like? Does that like mean we, someone close to you is gonna pass? Away? I guess I don't know. It really terrified me because I was thinking I was like, "What does that mean? That's a bad. That has to be a bad omen." I don't know. To oh me, my gosh, Katie! I didn't mean like it. Like I like I mean I couldn't go anywhere. It just flew right in front of me. What was I supposed to do? Swerve? Yeah. I was already on it, like on a turn. <laughs> like the road was really curvy mm. or windy, whatever you want to say. I had nowhere to go, and I had just thought I had just sat back. I was like, "Yep, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good." Mm. But yeah, no. I don't know. Maybe look it up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to know the bad news. I'll look it up for you. Oh, God. Now I want to know. I don't want to know the bad news. What does it mean if you kill a red cardinal? I didn't kill it. You think? It flew in front of my car. You killed it. I did. Who was driving the vehicle? Stop it right now. (laughs) It's not like I purposely aimed to hit the cardinal. Oh, God. You hit a red. (laughs) Oh, God. Cardinal. I really wish I could remember what I was doing. With your car. I mean, does it matter? <laughs> Eight spiritual meanings. Oh, I God. got chills. I can't. I really didn't mean to. It was by accident. Um, not every incident of hitting a bird means something, but people with deep superstitious beliefs postulate postulate that hitting a bird while driving may mean something bad is about to happen. It's not a common incident, so it is understandable to have misgivings about it if it happens to you. Well, and then someone did hit your car. Sometimes. That could have been your bad thing. Sometimes the bird dies on impact, which is a bad omen. It may symbolize the end of a life or a grave illness. It may, it may also symbolize that you're about to enter a season of challenges of losses in your life. So finding out whether or not the bird dies after impact is crucial. Oh, no, it was dead. Well, there you go. Did anything bad happen afterwards? Oh, I can't remember. She got hit. No, that I mean that was after, but I don't know how long like the time period was after that. All I remember was I pulled into the car wash in Pulaski, and the dude, the dude washed like washing the girl. He was like, "Yo, you hit a bird." 
I was silently praying that I missed it. And I, he said, yo, I don't think I can get it out. <laughs> so I, I did ask, got out of my car. And just, there it was. And the girl, I said, oh. <laughs> he said, what do you want to do? I said, I guess just leave it. <laughs> he said, it's my Lord so the next time i went he he said <laughs> he was like i'm glad your bird's gone but i have some bad news i said what he said i hit a bird myself once you like left oh my gosh i said i'm sorry he said no nah, it's good but yeah he just started laughing he said you know you hit a bird <laughs> He was like, I can drive it. I don't know. And then he started like trying to dig in there. He said, yeah, no, dog, that's not, that's enough. That said, it's okay to worry about it. So, yeah, I don't know. It's great. I'm glad to know that's a bad omen, guys. Anyway, that happens to me. I'm coming after you. It, I mean, it ha- it's been a long time, at least a couple of months. Maybe it was when Yeah, I- I'm definitely going to haunt you if something happens to me. <laughs> I'm just, Katie's fine. going down first. I mean, probably. Oh, gosh. It's so, great. since we're on the topic of murdering birds. <laughs> I didn't murder a bird. Listen. It flew in front of my car. I had nowhere to go. It's like a deer jumps out at you. Like, and you have nowhere to go. It was kind of the similar. The bird just swooped down. Well, listen, we solved this murder because the murderer I'm the murderer. In the car. The car's the murderer. So, we're going to move on to unsolved murders. I wonder if it would be considered a suicide. No. No. Am I the murderer? No. The car is You're the, the murderer. murderer. You no, are. No, the car is. You are the driver. <laughs> you will not stand up in, in the court of law. That car. <laughs> I mean. Oh. It's fine. Okay. Here we go. Unsolved murders. I got a book here titled literally Unsolved Murders. True True Crime Cases Uncovered by Amber Hunt and Emily G. Thompson. Shout, Shout out. out. <laughs> wow. Oh, All right, so since We're it's October, me and Megan are both crying over here <laughs> over this cardinal story. I'm done. I did not mean to. Plug out. <laughs> I was trying to plug my. Nose. Let me wet my whistle before I have to read all this. That was Brittany. It's disgusting. <laughs> All right, so since it's October, I just thought a ghost came in front of you, and it was that. I almost broke your finger. All right, in honor of this terrible uh, holiday that's it's coming up this month, you just don't like it. It's a it's a beautiful day. The you get story, chocolate. I'm telling. I'm gonna be boarding up my house, and I'm gonna stay in bed. Anyways, <laughs> the story I'm telling is called "The Skeleton in the Wood." Woods. It says wood. Oh. That doesn't make sense. I don't know if I like it. This is going to take it. They found a skeleton stuck in wood. Not in the woods. I thought she said in this the woods. This is a pretty long me. story. That oh, is a long story. Y'all bear with me. I'm sorry if I can't read very properly. Ready <sighs> and go. Okay. More than 75 years have passed since a woman's skeleton was found stuffed inside stuffed inside a, well, a witch elm in a park in Worcestershire, England. Stop it. <laughs> That's what it says. Worcestershire. Like the steak sauce. Yeah, yeah. but it's in England. Mm. During uh, World War World War II. Good God. I can't done. even talk. Following this grim discovery, cryptic graffiti asking the question, who put Bella in the witch elm, started to appear around the district. 
Bizarre theories of German spies and witchcraft rituals keep this local legend alive, and the strange and sinister tale of Bella still captivates armchair detectives today. Despite a lengthy police investigation and a plethora of plausible and not-so-plausible theories, the identities of the woman nicknamed Bella and her killer remain a mystery. Both. Are you good? Yeah. What? I, I looked up and her eyes were like... I was like, we lightheaded, we dizzy, like what's going on here? I ain't left. Sorry. In so long. Continue. Okay. The story of the I'm case. <laughs> the story of the case begins in fittingly dramatic fashion. As dusk was falling on April eighteenth, nineteen forty three. That's the year my grandma was born. Four teenage boys were cautiously trudging through Hagley Woods. This stretch of woodland was situated on the grounds of the Hagley Hall estate, which belonged to Lord Cobham. 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 The four boys, Bob Hart, Tom Willits, Fred Payne, and Bob Farmer, were trespassing. Braving the dangers of getting caught by an angry gamekeeper, they were looking for some excitement to take their minds off the nightly German... Luftwaffs, is that what that says? Luftwaffs, sure. It's probably some fancy word. Bombing raids, which were wreaking havoc in Birmingham, their hometown. They had their dogs with them and were hoping to supplement their family's meager meat ration with a poached rabbit or two. After a while, Bob Farmer spotted a witch elm named for its strange appearance and decided to climb it. I was going to say claim it. Hoping to find a bird's nest. He clambered up and peeked down into the hollow trunk. A glimmer of white convinced him that he had hit the jackpot. However, the object lodged in the middle of the tree was not a bird's nest. Bob pulled it out and found himself staring at a skull, whose empty eye sockets seemed to stare right back at him. At first he thought that the skull was that of an animal until he noticed clumps of what looked like human hair clinging to it and crooked teeth protruding from its mouth. The boys fled the woods, promising each other never to tell a soul about what they had found for fear of getting into trouble. Despite the promise they had made, the seriousness of their find weighed heavily on 17-year-old Tom Willits. Shortly after he returned home, he told his parents about what he and his friends had found in Hagley Woods, and they alerted the police. The area was soon cordoned off. Inside the ominous-looking tree, they found a woman's skeleton. Disturbingly, her hand was missing. The bones were discovered scattered around the tree. A cheap imitation gold ring and size five-and-a-half blue crepe-soled shoes were also found a short distance away. Scraps of poor-quality clothing, a striped knitted cardigan, a cloth skirt with a zipper, a light blue belt hung from the bones, and a piece of taffeta fabric had been stuffed inside the mouth of the school, indicating that the victim had been suffocated. The medical examiner, Professor James Webster, concluded that the woman was around 35 years old, had irregular teeth in her upper jaw, had light brown hair, and was just five feet tall. He also determined that the woman had given birth to one child in her lifetime and estimated that she had been dead for around 18 months. Intrigued Intriguingly, in July 1941, a a businessman and a schoolteacher had both reported hearing a woman's scream coming from Hagley Woods. Police had searched the area but found nothing. 
Professor Webster's findings convinced him that the death of this unknown woman was murder. What? What's happening? What the heck? Oh my! I'm so sorry. There's a guy with the with the blow horn talking to passerbys. Anyway, can I get your number? Is she dead ass? Gave him no attention. The back of your head is ridiculous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Stop calling me. <laughs> Professor Webster's findings convinced him that the death of this unknown woman was murdered. Was murdered. It says murder. Stating, I cannot imagine a woman accidentally slipping in there. Neither do I think it's reasonable for a woman to crawl into that place to commit suicide. He also concluded that the woman had been placed inside the hollow trunk before rigor mortis. The stiffening of the muscles followed death had set in. Otherwise, the body would have been too stiff to fit inside the narrow tree trunk. Professor Webster also maintained the victim that the victim would most likely have been killed close to the spot where she was found. Otherwise, the killer would not have been able to transport her body to the tree before rigor, mor rigor mortis set in. It was... An excellent place for the concealment of a murder, and I think it indicates local knowledge. Following the discovery in the Witch Elm, Worcestershire police contact <laughs> contacted every dentist in the area, hoping that one of them would recognize the woman's distinctive protruding teeth. They also trawled through over 3,000 missing person files to see if any of them matched the description of the deceased. Neither line of inquiry... inquiry turned up any leads. The investigation then turned toward the personal effects found at the scene. The creep sold shoes were traced to the Waterfoot Company Lancashire Lancashire Yep, that's what we're going with. And investigators were able to find the owners of all but six pairs, which had been sold from a market stall in Dudley, a town roughly 11 miles from Birmingham. The complexity of the investigation caused the trial to become colder with each passing week. The numerous tragedies of war soon distracted public and police attention from the tree murder riddle. The woman remained unidentified and the case was quietly forgotten about. Then about six months later, mysterious graffiti began to appear in the area. The first message written in chalk on the side of a house in nearby Old Hill appeared in late December 1943 and read, Who put Lubella down the witch elm? This was the first time that a name had been connected to the deceased woman. Over the ensuing months, similar messages appeared, all apparently written by the same hand. The most well-known example appeared on the 200-year-old Witchbury Obelisk at Hagley Hall. Some versions of the graffiti said, Who put Bella in the witch elm? Gradually, they took on the same word and spelling form, Who put Bella in the witch elm? The graffiti rang with the implication that somebody knew who killed Bella, but appeals by police to find the artist proved unsuccessful. Excuse me. In the late 1940s, new messages started to appear, asking the same question. Was this a clue or a taunt? The case became a whodunit that gripped the nation. The combination of the mysterious messages and the lack of an identity for the victim prompted some fanciful theories. One notion that surfaced early on in the investigation was that Bella could have been the victim of a black magic ritual. According to anthropologist Professor Margaret Murray, the fact that Bella's hand was severed from her arm and the bones scattered 
bore similarities to an occult ceremony known as the Hand of Glory. Eat! <laughs> Lights went out. <laughs> she also concluded that the murder was somehow connected to another case potentially involving witchcraft. The murder in 1945 of 74-year-old Charles Walton, who was stabbed and pinned to the ground. This is the last page, I think. Okay. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Pinned to the ground with his own pitchfork in the nearby village of Lower Quentin. This murder remains the longest unsolved murder in Warwickshire's police records. Developing the theory that witchcraft was involved, it was noted that the plants Belladonna, also known as Deadly Nightshade, and Witch Hazel are both widely associated with that occult, and according to local legend, so is Hagley Woods. Is the Deadly Nightshade the purple? What? The, the purple flowers. Belladonna? No. That's what the deadly nightshade is, is Belladonna. Oh. Never mind. <clears throat> Never mind. <clears throat> Isn't witch hazel purple? I don't know. I don't trying know. to go off the, the plant that was on that Ginny in Georgia. That purple flower. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It was Belladonna. Okay. Jenny, where there, she killed back. her ex-husband or whatever. Oh. Yes, you're right. Okay. The fact that Bella was entombed inside a tree rather than being buried was also indicative of a ritual ritualistic slaying. <clears throat> sorry. <Man>. According, <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was gross. According to Professor Murray. The theory that Bella was executed for some crime against a coven quickly gathered steam and remains a favorite theory even today. Investigators working on the case, however, dismissed the theory declaring that the bones from Bella's hand had simply been scattered by animal predation. During World War II, several German spies, spies were captured in the UK. As a result, in 1953, the case of Bella and the Witch Elm attracted a new line of inquiry. War espionage. The Wolverhampton Express and Star received a letter from somebody who identified herself only as Anna of Claver Claverly. She claimed to have information concerning the identity of Bella and was interviewed by journalist Winfred Byford jo Wilfred Byford Jones. According to Anna, Bella was a member of a spy ring seeking information about the location of local munitions factories that could then be targeted by the Luftwaffe. These are some off-the-wall words. Anna was later identified as Una Mossop, and she alleged that her RAF pilot husband, Jack Mossop, what, did I say something wrong? No, <laughs> okay. Had witnessed Bella's death. She said that Mossop told her that he had become involved in a spy ring along with a Dutchman called Van Rott. One evening, Van Rott, accompanied by a woman Mossop believed to be Bella, had picked up Mossop in his car. Shortly after, Van Rott strangled the woman, allegedly because of her spy associations. 
Another version of this story claims that Jack Mossop and Van Rolt had been drinking with Bella in a local pub when she became drunk and passed out. The two men then placed the woman in the tree to teach her a lesson. When she awoke, she was unable to climb out and perished. However, this theory doesn't explain the discovery of the taffeta stuffed inside her mouth. Whichever version was reported to the newspaper had become obscured by time. But what is known is that Jack Mossop died in St. George's Hospital, Stafford, before Bella's body was discovered. Allegedly recurring nightmares of Bella's skull stuffed inside the tree ultimately led to his mental breakdown. Van Rolt was never found, and investigators considered Mossop's testimony to be nothing more than hearsay from an estranged wife told 12 years after the discovery of Bella. In later years, declassified MI5 files gave some weight to the spy theory. The files revealed information concerning a German spy named Josef Jacobs, who was captured after breaking his ankle... Skip the page. <laughs> While parachuting into Cambridgeshire in 1941. After Jacob's arrest, a creased photograph of the glamorous German actress and cabaret singer Clara B. Clara B. Clara B. was found in his pocket. Jacobs told his interrogators that Claire B. was his lover and that the Third Reach had recruited her as a spy. According to Jacobs, Claire B. (laughs) had parachuted into the West Midlands in 1941 and disappeared. Could Claire B. have been the woman Una Massup had mentioned? Joseph Jacobs was convicted of espionage under the Treachery Act in 1940. He was never able to shed any more light on Clara B.'s fate as he was executed by firing squad in August 1941, the last person to be executed at the Tower of London. However, it is certain that Clara B. could not have been Bella for the simple reason that Clara B. was tall, around 5 foot 10, whereas Bella was much shorter. Finally, in 2016, it was discovered that Clara B. had died in a Berlin hospital in December 1942. That's a big year gap. Along all of these... Wait, who died in the hospital? Claire B. Okay. Alongside... <clears throat> I'm so sorry. All of these imaginative theories, there was a speculation that Bella may have been someone with a transient lifestyle, a person not easily traced in life and thus not particularly missed in death. In August 2014, BBC Radio 4 broadcast a program that that suggested that Bella was a prostitute who worked the streets around Hagley Road. According to police files, Bella had disappeared in 1941, which would fit the timeline of events. Locals pointed out that the fact that Romani, Roma, Romanis, Romanis, Romanians, there's not an N at the end of it. Romani. Rom. Anyways. Whatever. I would say Romanians. <laughs> okay. Had camped out in the vicinity of Hagley Woods during 1941. Perhaps Bella had was one of them and had been killed by a member of her own community. Yet another suggestion was that Bella was a local barmaid who had been killed by an American GI. 
With no concrete evidence to support them, these various theories ultimately led nowhere. One straightforward and perhaps most profitable hypothesis is that Bella was a homeless woman with no loved ones to report her missing. Quite simply, she may have been someone who just fell through the cracks. In 2018, a team from Liverpool John Moores University used photographs of Bella's school to create a digital, digital impression of how she might have looked while alive. It shows an oval-faced young woman with closed-set eyes and noticeably crooked front teeth. As the decades passed, the mystery continued to grow. The sinister-looking tree, the severed hand, and whispers of witchcraft and espionage have combined to weave this tragic tale of an anonymous woman's murder into a darkly fascinating legend. So, you said that plant was called Bella what? Bella Mead. Okay, so was that plant Belladonna? Named... That's what I thought, <laughs> Belladonna. So was, was that plant named after her? I don't know. Anyways, that was just a random thought. <laughs> just, just, just random. So they still haven't found the person. Well, they're not going. Well, and they chalked it up to she was a salute. I don't like when they do that. I don't either. She probably wasn't. Something bad probably really happened to her. Yeah. And they're just chalking it up to that. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. What do you think, Brittany? I don't know. I feel like I messed up a lot. No, no. It was weird places. Yeah. <gasps> don't start think... that. Oopsie. I think. I think I was not as into that one. Yeah. I know. It sounded really interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I like unsolved murders, but that one was... I think because it took place a very long time ago. I don't know. And there wasn't, like... There wasn't something that gave you a hit as no. to what happened. Yeah, there was zero hints. Like, she was suffocated. That was it. Yeah. But there wasn't, like... There wasn't her hand was severed. Yeah, like, I think it had something to do with... I like the theory of her being... What was it? something about the war and they thought she was a spy or whatever. No, she was killed by a, a homeless, like she was a homeless person killed by, no, she was a barmaid killed, killed by, by an GI. American GI. Uh, okay. Didn't they say earlier that they thought she was American? <laughs> I didn't know. Get real, Katie. <laughs> it's fine. I understand. We can be terrible people. I don't know. I don't know. I there just either. was too many theories. I can't yeah. pick one. With the little there information we got. There wasn't yeah. enough. There just wasn't enough details in that to make a... Uh, to make a valid... I think it's cool that they were still trying to figure stuff out. In were 2018. They were they though? Or did somebody just pick up the legend and go, Hmm. Let's see what we can do. You did know you I mean? not hear the part where I said they... One university made a digital version of the school to see what she would look yeah, like? but... I mean, was but you don't know why. But would it look like um, what she would look like in modern day, or what she would look like then? We don't know. Like that's don't know, don't know. And I can't remember what I was gonna say earlier. So, like, why'd they pick it up? Was it a project? Was it find a legend that sparks your interest? Like, you know what I mean? Like, or did just these people like? It, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. We have a lot of I don't knows. Yeah. We have another book. I think it's Ghost Stories. Yes. Um, we will touch base on that 
throughout this month. Hopefully, you know, we, we don't just stop. Well, hey, we I can got already, plenty of time next week. I can already guarantee you we won't do this next Monday. Why not? Why would we not? We, we have an hour and a half drive there. We could have two guest stars on it. Who's the two? Oh, never mind. G.I. <laughs> Joe. I'm done. Uh, G.I. Joe. Well, let us know your thoughts. Follow our Instagram. Driving and barely thriving. Did if you see? have... Hold on. I'm not ending it. I'm just letting them know, know. while we think of something else. No, but I forget. Okay, go. It's, no, it's really dumb. No, go. The Murdoch murders. You see where they put the season two on there and then they have I wonder it back why up. it started popping back up again. Why would yeah. they do that? There's more to the story. And the rest of the story. Mm. Was, really was that guy's name? Harvey. Uh, did y'all see, speaking of murders, did you see they finally arrested somebody for Tupac's murder? Yes. No. Yeah. What? what a Las Vegas, my a Las Vegas man. I haven't seen it. Gunner told me about yeah, it. Yeah, it was all over the news a couple of days ago. They, like, the person came on, like, some Las Vegas man. I was the idiot that said Tupac died. He so, said, yeah, in, like, 1996. Yeah, I was car. like, oh. Get out of the car. It was a lot. Handle yeah. pulls. Sorry. Um, Stop it. I wasn't born then. A lot of people actually thought he didn't actually die all these years. Yep, nope. I still think Michael Jackson's alive. You're insane. (laughs) Are you one of those, like, Do you know? I saw pictures. Do you know that I cried? I'm a little embarrassed to admit this. The day he died. Who was another person that died that same day? Farrah Fawcett? I have no idea. Uh, Were we alive then? Oh my god. When gosh. Michael Jackson died? Stop it right now. Yes. I'm fixing to slap you. Okay, so I was in college when he died. And <laughs> okay. he died on, he died on, it was my freshman year, I believe. He died on my dad's birthday. And I what was supposed to take, uh, four, she thir- was in college, or 14, so. 15, one of those years. Oh, I was in high school? Yes. So, so I was supposed to drive Chrissy back home for the first time she was coming to stay the weekend with us i couldn't drive i was crying so hard because michael jackson died yeah we were going or we were coming because my mom got involved she drove i kept crying i couldn't i was so freaking sad and yes i know what all he's been accused of and blah 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 but i loved his music mm-hmm. and uh i don't know why i've never really admitted that out loud i was so emotional i don't think i've ever i don't think he's dead I don't think I've ever cried over a celebrity. Did, death. I, did I say fair? I did. I boohooed when Bob Saget passed away. Oh, and I uh, cried. I cried when Brittany Murphy died too. R.I.P. That was a long time ago. Who's that? Yeah, I was sitting in Chattanooga. I was in Chattanooga <laughs> next to my aunt. You ever seen Eight Mile? You ever seen Clueless? You ever seen Uptown Girls? Mm-hmm. You ever seen my fist? You do realize I don't. Face. I don't. I can't sit around and watch movies. Um, I don't either anymore. Uh, this was years, years never, ago. I'm yeah. never able to sit still long enough to watch a movie. I could, but I can't. Didn't um, she OD? No, she was sick. I don't know who that mm-hmm. is. Have you ever seen 8 Mile? If I didn't answer you the first time, what makes you think my answer is going to change now? Is? No. What? <laughs> Guess who's back. Back, 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 back again. again. It's Eminem's it's story. It's the life story of Eminem. Oh, really? Oh, dear Lord. Please go watch it. She's the she's the girl that gets screwed that's in the warehouse. That's how, do you, like, lose yourself. That's, like, the 
theme song of that movie. We're gonna educate you. Anyway, one. And yet she'll rap an Eminem song. Yeah, dog. The disrespect. She said, I got it like that. Mm. You don't know me like that. I don't watch TV, guys. I mean, neither do I anymore. I don't either. Like these are all things I've from never the past. Been, I've never been much of a TV person. Oh, I always have been growing Except up. Except for right before bed. Yeah, Nick at Night or Saturday morning cartoons. That's true. As a child, George Lopez theme song. We were talking about that bowling alley, <laughs> and we were like, because it was playing. She said, "I think about George Lopez," and then she and then she was like, "Yeah, like one a.m." And you wake up, and I was like, "Yeah, you see it," and you're like, "Okay, it's time to get a snack and watch this." <laughs> and I was like, "You know, huh?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. how much um, time do we have? I really enjoy getting to do this with y'all, but I'm it exhausted. doesn't happen each week. Oh, we're, we're going I'm going to just record without you at home, and it's going to be so boring. Um, so let us know. We have some ideas. <laughs> what are you talking about? Follow our Instagram and let us know what you think about seeing our faces when we do this. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. No, there's no thinking about that. We're going to do it. Are we really? We yeah, have we been working. We're going to get a YouTube, dog. There are other oh, reasons why we haven't been recording because we're getting things set up to do YouTube. I was so not you can part see of this us. decision. She was not a part of the decision. It was made well, by me and Brittany. you don't talk to us. No. And they're, I'm, they can keep throwing <laughs> throwing fists back there, but Damn. we're going to record it. You can see us, because we don't even have a picture on our podcast. You've no. never seen our faces. And we've once. all changed. Well, I, me and Katie have chopped our hair off. Yeah. And I just quit giving a crap about my hair. I've gained weight. Obviously. <laughs> Stop it right now. Um, but yeah, follow the podcast. It's Driving and Barely Thriving. Um, and if you want us to see if the voices match the face, yeah, they, <laughs> they, ne- they probably won't. I mean, <laughs> they never do when I match of us faces. Is sick every week, so how are they gonna know? <laughs> That's called Tennessee. That is true. Don't ever They'll visit. never know. Um, They'll never know. If you have anything you would like for us to discuss on here, um, you can send that message us on the pot on the podcast on the epoxy. on the on the Instagram. And let us know if you want your name to be said or not. We're 87. Um, If you have questions you want us to answer, you can send that to the Instagram as well. We have gotten questions, though, from a few people. Yeah. We'd love to keep shouting out our followers, so please do that. Um, If you want to be shout out. If you don't want to be shout out, we'll do it privately. I drove. Oh. I'm here. We'll do that next week. Yeah. Sounds Are they good, good questions? They're all right questions. I feel like I had a question for y'all because I always do. You do, and I can't. I'm real surprised you didn't start out with one. I know. I know. I'm well, sure you can come up with I'm, one in the next. I'm out of practice. Oh, I know. I can minutes. come up with one. Well, let's go. What's your number one favorite Jonas Brothers song oh, right God, now? That's so oh, hard. that's hard. That's hard. Is it? Yes. Like, can you give me an album for no. me to pick one off no. of? I can't pick no. a favorite of I, all time. They're all just so good. I have one, but actually not. It's not a Jonas Brothers song. It's just Nick. <laughs> of course it is. Anyway, so. I can tell you mine, my favorite Nick Jonas song. Mine would have to. I can't do. Yeah, mine would have to be. <laughs> um, uh. When I look at you, or is that the when name you of look it? When me I, yeah. in the Stop eyes. It. Well, I was gonna say yeah. the same. 
Maddie asked me. Uh, I'm terrible at names. Sorry, I just gave her name away. Um, she asked me what song I was most excited to hear live, and I said, "When you look me in the eyes." Yeah, same. I'm so excited. Um, we're going like my way favorite back. Nick Jonas song is "Levels." Amen. Uh oh. But he did so good at the last concert with that song. He didn't do can that at the last concert. Did. No, he didn't. He did Jealous. No. Can you guess my favorite no, he Nick didn't. Jonas song? I swear he did, Brittany. Close. Ooh. Not a chance. Do you guys remember Nick and the administration? <laughs> Introducing me. My favorite Camp Rock song. Camp my, Rock, I my love it. My favorite Camp Rock song is not even... It's well, no. song. It's Asta La Vista. That's the, the dumbest song on It's <laughs> not. It's great. You don't even know what they're saying. Asta La Vista. I know every word. Do you sing it now? One, two, three, absolutely go. Absolutely not. Go. They don't want to hear that. No one, don't. no one will judge you because I guess what? You have no voice, anyways. Yeah, until I, so they see my Josh. face and they're like, oh. I can't pick a favorite, Megan. Stop it. One of my favorites is Roller Coaster. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yes. No. My favorite old song is probably so When You Look Me In The Eyes. The sea, or think. Love Bug. Love Bug is when you, when you want to have fun. Yeah, if I'll listen to that. Like way back. Dude, they can't hear you. You got to speak up. Okay, got your throat. <laughs> if we're going way back, <laughs> mine would probably be Please Be Mine. That's not the one your tattoo is, though. No. I should have gotten that. I should have. That song you're talking about. I should have gotten that as, as, as a tattoo. I mean, you still have more body I'm talking parts. about the tattoo that you do have. That was I, from a Jonas Brothers song, no, wasn't it? Why are we getting there's Jonas Brothers tattoos? There's this take a breath. This oh, is just, so this brief. just breathe. <laughs> um, my favorite on their new album. Waffle House. Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> or Little Bird. Or wings. <laughs> of course it's a little bird, you little bird slayer. <laughs> I didn't mean to, David. That, oh, man. That's going to be the song me and my dad dance. We've already decided. I'm real upset that that song wasn't out at my What wedding. is that song? Because I definitely From I don't know, Kenzie's Ghetto. Wedding. For her dad? Yes. I have tried to remember that title. Every time I start thinking about wedding songs, and I can never forget. Dude, you're not even. Let's clarify: she's not engaged for the listeners. But (laughs) she's just got it all planned out. I do, because I'm not going through the stress of planning a wedding. I've seen it. I'm not doing it. I refuse. So I can come at you next week with the name of it, or in like five minutes with the name of it. That's cool. Because my friend just used it in hers a couple weekends ago. Perfect. If you can just send me that title, so I can uh, stop getting mad at myself when I can't find it. It was a, a a daddy like your or a daddy like mine or something like that. Is that it? Because I thought it was something know, similar. And I could never find. I could never find it. If you look it up on on music, I've um, tried. What I just said. If you can type that in, I'll know the person. Okay, I can do that. When we get done with this. Okay. Well, we'll just wrap it up. Don't forget to follow the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Driving and barely thriving. I have a headache. I'm exhausted. It's past my bedtime. Send us it your is. questions. Considering I have to be up at 5.15 in the morning. Send us stories you want us to tell. And we love y'all. Do we? I love y'all. We're neglectful. Mm-hmm. Sorry we suck. We'll try to do better. It'll get better. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>